honey i'm home okay so all for all the people who are super confused right now this is the one liner that we came up to introduce our podcast <laughs> and the reason why it's called honey i'm home is because bhavna and i were like trying to find something trying to find some kind of one liners mm-hmm. and then she's like honey i'm home and i'm like what is that supposed to mean and then she's like you know when people come home they say honey i'm home so our podcast is home so honey i'm home so <laughs> once you get the background it it makes sense but until that it just sounds like randomly weird yeah i don't know how many people say that though nowadays whenever they come home like when i think of honey i'm home it gives me a vibe like you know the wife is cooking in the kitchen and the husband has come from work with his briefcase and then when he opens the door he's like oh honey i'm home but i don't know how many people do that oh so for this generation it could be like a sugar baby cooking for a sugar daddy because a sugar daddy that was 30 years old back then is now 80 mhm my god <laughs> no sugar babies no sugar daddies for us no thank you <laughs> are you sure i don't have I one you tell not. me about you <laughs> i mean not as if now but i'm not closing myself to the idea mm-hmm. i I'm think my parents old. want to like ship me off like get married and go so the doors are like closing sugar daddy doors i got this no sugar mommy there is no clause that says that my parents are going to find out <laughs> <laughs> yeah true true so um what are we talking about um guys drum roll bhavna got the episode she wanted it's haunted time ghost time <laughs> what the fuck was that i'm trying to put the spooky vibe in okay yes love la yeah in songs you know that right i know but i just wanted to do that make it more personal how dedicated we are oh do you want to see my horror voice go ahead my friends get really scared okay it's like love na no that's just you talking in your sleep no that's me being scary be scared of me bitches <laughs> no. no but like <laughs> genuinely my friends do get extremely scared i mean if i don't know where you say that of course even i would but yeah then, like if you were sleeping like, at night and i whispered mm-hmm. that in your ear yeah, yeah i'd probably hit you or probably punch you <laughs> so it's 12:46 in the afternoon So we are mm-hmm. recording this in the afternoon but I recommend people listen to this particular episode at night. Like turn off your lights mm-hmm. and then listen to it. We'll try guess and make it as what? scary as possible. Okay, guess what? Whenever we have the viewing party, we're having mm-hmm. it at night because uh we have like two people we always show up, like we always make them hear our podcast and yeah. there's us bitches they like critique us so much but mm-hmm. you know just for us to get better but like so you know like i'm going to make them hear this at night to take revenge for critiquing us last time mm, i'm sleeping with my mom that night okay <laughs> <laughs> no but seriously i think people should literally listen to this at night we'll try and make it as scary as possible then 
help us out. Yes, listen to it only after 12, guys. Yeah. So, you want to tell them the topic? So, we're talking about black-eyed children. They are ghosts. Trust me, they're scary. I don't know if we should call them ghosts, but they're, they're creepy. Anyway... Uh, let's just tell them what they are. Uh, the black-eyed children are an American legend of paranormal creatures. They call them creatures and not ghosts or spirits. So that's kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. So uh, they just resemble normal children between the ages of 6 and 16. They're very normal looking with pale skin, black eyes. They're seen hitchhiking, you know, um encountered at people's doorsteps like they literally come home ring the bell knock all that shit they were first seen in the 1980s so this lady kind of um, met this child who had complete black eyes like pitch black lid to lid outside her car like the child legit knocked at the car window and was like can i come in and she was like uh hell no not happening bro bye (laughs) <laughs> so yeah it's um you know in most of the ghost stories when they show ghosts they're like jumping from here and there they're jumping on you they're doing all this um crazy shit but these kids are very typical very normal it's not like they're wearing these old clothes from the 60s or the 70s if you see them on the road they're dressed like any other kid you'll see the only thing over here is their eyes they are black like completely black some people actually think they're even aliens can you believe it why i have no idea so there was this conspiracy that um, black eyed children are aliens trying to reach out to their earth wow yeah so demonologists wow. believe they are children of the devil himself and if you let them in you are allowing the devil to enter your life and all they want to do is they want to enter your home to call their parents or, you know, just be inside your space. And mm. the second you like make eye contact, you get chills. It's it's really weird, stuffy, uneasy, just uneasy. It's that crazy. So here's the thing. So Bhavna found this topic and then she told me about it. And I was mm. like, hmm, okay, scary, but not that scary oh my god and then i did the mistake of going to the internet to look up stories and (laughs) chills actual fucking chills and i did it at 1 a.m at night my (laughs) genius brain that i've been gifted with (laughs) yeah so yesterday when we were discussing the whole ghosty paranormal shit I was telling Kushi that how she could get haunted in her building, like in her lift. So she stays in this huge apartment complex. So there are a lot of apartments here and there. It's a huge complex, a lot of buildings. So the car is parked in the basement and then they have to go up in the lift. So I told her, imagine you like enter the lift and the lights are gone. The lights start flickering, the lift is shaking, it's moving, you're screaming, but nobody can hear you. Obviously, it's a lift, so no network, you can't call anybody, it's the middle of the night, what would you do? So, here's the thing. 
this bitch suggested this in the sense that oh we'll scare people by saying this because a lot of because you know we've just started out so obviously a lot of the people listening are people that know us already so she told me that that would scare people who ever visit me or who also live in the same apartment complex and i'm just like bitch i live here too i can go in that lift too i can get stuck too what are you trying to do and then she went on and on and on and now i mean I, i would i would love to do this to one of your friends like someone who's actually scared of ghosts and such mm-hmm. activities like just put the person in the lift put the lights off shake the lift if we can <laughs> and maybe you know speak in the microphone i'll make you say the scary voice like you can use a scary voice what are you an electrician what <laughs> is the lift in us there is no mic bro there is no sound coming if you're stuck you ring the bell the bell doesn't even ring properly oh oh that is great no network nobody can hear her scream the bell doesn't ring she will die she would be in the lift uh my future employers if you're hearing this i am not supporting crazy <laughs> and nor am i crazy so don't like catch me for that bhavna <laughs> nobody catches you if you're crazy you have to walk up to that like facility or someone takes you there it's not like no. if you're a stray dog lying on the street <laughs> someone's going to come and kidnap like get you and something yeah but then you know there are these murderous crazy people that you have to catch anyways i'm not murderous at all so <laughs> swiftly moving on <laughs> yes so um one of the stories that i came across it, it's kind of like set in a snowy town uh in the middle of nowhere of vermont now guys remember vermont is a scary place like i have watched so many scary movies based in vermont oh yeah so there's like an elderly couple who like heard the sound of three knocks on their door they open it and they see two children a boy and a girl and mm-hmm. they say nothing no greetings nothing they're just like parents will be here soon maybe come in they don't make any eye contact they just stand there in the doorway and the elderly couple was obviously hesitant but after a while it's cold they take the kids in the boy and the girl mm-hmm. the kids eventually settle on the couch and the wife she goes into the kitchen to make some hot cocoa so the husband asks them a few questions and they just don't answer it they're you know they're just speechless so the wife returns and she notices that her cats were scared and angry and they were really angry with the children hair up they're all spiky growling i know that <laughs> so the kids are like maybe please use the restroom and the wife looked at the kids and that's when she finally realized and she finally saw them and she's like the children's eyes were as black as a starless universe Damn. so then she directs them to the bathroom and you know return to her husband so when she comes back to the drawing room she sees that her husband was covering his face with his hand and he just goes like did you see their eyes so he shows her his hand full of blood from a nosebleed and like all scary movies we've reached the part where the power suddenly goes out it turns typical dark dark as the kids eyes so the so then the wife you know she goes to the restroom and she was confronted by the voice of the kids at the end of the hall who were like our parents are here 
so the kids then exited the house and they left the door wide open so the wife then notices that there were two men at the end of the driveway and they were mm-hmm. tall and slender and the wife waved but did not receive the same friendly gesture from the how men how rude how rude the lady made coco for y'all come on say bye uh, Bhavna, they are legit referred to as creatures. Your problem with them is not the nosebleed, not the light going off, but their parents not waving back at them. There's a little history over here, little off the topic. But then my dad, whenever he calls me or whenever he's leaving the house for work, I say bye, but I never get a bye back. Now that is very annoying. Bhavna just got triggered. Yeah. So then the two men and the children they drive away into the car, and the power comes back a little while after the kids you know left. But throughout the next week they see like weird things, okay, weird things happening in the house. Like three out of their four cats went missing, and the fourth one, okay. So all the cat lovers, please don't take it personally. People are also dying. Remember that mm-hmm. there is like a pool of blood. where the cat is lying in like her own oh, pool of blood gosh yeah. mhm yeah. and then you know the husband continued to have nose bleeds and then they finally went to the er or the doctor and he was diagnosed with an aggressive skin cancer out of nowhere out of nowhere oh. nowhere so wait the nose bleeds actually started when the kids were invited in right like that is so creepy when they went to the washroom is when he started having the first nose bleed ever oh god okay and you know here's the interesting thing like the thing is that someone who's had like you know someone really close to them diagnosed with cancer cancer mm-hmm. does not build that rapidly like True. for it to be termed as cancer it doesn't take a week you know mm-hmm. it takes a lot of time and the fact that it says that it was very aggressive yeah like that's just scary or oh, basically the last stage is yeah. in layman's terms yeah so that's what i'm saying the nose bleeds actually started when the kids were invited in right and within a week span from the man being absolutely fit and fine he goes to having skin cancer so i think this is the only story where this couple actually invited the kids inside mhm inside their home okay mm-hmm. they didn't take but i hope they survive i mean if you see two kids in the snow asking for them to come in because it's cold wouldn't you let them in though if Honestly, you have to no. notice their eyes No, I still wouldn't. I'll be like, okay, really? I'm throwing a blanket. Yeah, dude, the world is crazy. It's actually <laughs> crazy. So bad. So I wouldn't. I just wouldn't. Like, I might get robbed, killed, get cancer. God knows what would happen. Okay, so for me, kids, I would still think once before mm-hmm. like letting them in. But I think what would kill me would a dog would be a dog. Like if there is something like a haunted dog. <laughs> I would run towards it because it would look so cute. A dog, a dog. Like not even not not even Casper the friendly ghost, but a dog. No, <laughs> like you know, like I always think about it, and like if there's a zombie apocalypse, I know what's killing me—a zombie doggo. Yeah, Breezer. Oh, Breezer? by the way, people who don't know Breezer, Breezer is her dog. He's 
the most cutest, beautiful golden. He's amazing. <laughs> He'll eat you. No, he's such a cute little baby. He could never. Like, I'm not even kidding. Even if you're a rob, okay, I shouldn't say this, but even if you're trying to like rob my house and you're scared of my dog, if you give him one treat or if you throw like a toy in front of him, he will come to you. He will so go home with you. I am not encouraging this, but all the robbers carry dog treats whenever you go to Kushi's house. <laughs> like legit carry those biscuits. He will love you. He will follow you to the end of the world. So hmm. let's move on. Yes. So we have a second story. So this one is a little more creepier than the previous one. Mm-hmm. So it goes like, when I was a kid, my little brother and I visited my grandparents in Oklahoma every summer. The last summer we spent there, I was 11 and my brother was 8. I loved spending time with my grandparents and so did my brother. On a Thursday afternoon, my little brother and I were playing at the elementary school across the street from my grandparents' house. If you've ever been to Oklahoma, you probably know how quickly the weather can change. This day went from sunny to cloudy extremely quick. It didn't begin raining or lightning, so my brother and I continued to play. But these weren't the normal clouds. They looked heavier and thicker. They were almost black. I'm still not sure if the clouds were some sort of warning for what was about to happen or I'm just trying to connect things. A girl who was probably 9 or 10 showed up at some point. She didn't have her parents with her, but it was a fairly safe town and not uncommon for kids to walk around. She introduced herself as Ali. She was blonde and blue-eyed, but began enlightening us with the old ghost tales. Which parent is telling their kids ghost tales? Okay, two things. Why does she know ghost tales? And also, didn't the narrator say that it was a fairly safe town? Why is a nine-year-old walking up to you and talking about ghosts? Exactly. And who is telling her these ghost stories? I would never tell my children ghost stories at nine. Like, they would probably pee in bed every day. So many urban legends in this town are actually true. The school playground we were currently playing on really had been once an Indian burial ground. Her story inspired what we thought would be a fun adventure. (sighs) They think a burial ground is an adventure? I hate to say this, but I would actually do the same. (laughs) Humans, take your kids to amusement parks like normal people do. (laughs) (laughs) Amusement parks, water parks. Yeah, I don't know. Like, they, don't, they don't go looking for a burial ground adventure, please. I mean, I went looking for a cemetery one. So, okay. I, I share the, I don't know. I share the feelings. Watches one ghost movie, sleeps with her mom, walks into a cemetery <laughs> like a boss. Who are you? I'm crazy. Okay, let's go ahead. She told us a chef's 15-year-old daughter had been brutally murdered by her white husband on their anniversary for flirting with another man. They buried her and out of respect never removed her gravestone when the school was built. Let's pause over here. I mean, eventually I want to get married. I want to have children. But I would never, ever put them in a school where there's a gravestone. 
like for my own sleep and their safety i would never do that <laughs> at least remove the fucking stone come and on here's my here's okay here are two observations one mm-hmm. like texas is fairly big so i'm pretty sure they are not short of land like they have like a lot of land lying around why not build a school there anyways for whatever legality I mean, yeah, texas is big texas is big when it comes to land and drugs i watch a lot of narcos series on netflix don't judge me that came out wrong okay continue <laughs> and then and then secondly what is this child she knows ghost stories she knows adultery she's only 9 i swear when i was 9 i was eating gummy bears that my mom was hiding <laughs> in the cabinet upstairs <laughs> When I was nine, I was watching that so Raven, Sweet mm. Life of Zack and Cody, all that nonsense in TV. So like when we were kids, um, Hindi cinema, not even cinema, Hindi TV serials had this one ghosty serial that would come on once a week at ten o'clock in the night. It was called Koi Hai. And I would probably be. <laughs> <laughs> I never watched that show never so once i was at my cousins for a night out and they were watching the show i was like yeah yeah why not let's do it which cousin a uh, nishi i was okay. yeah a night out at her place so yeah. they were watching so i was like yeah why not even i'll watch so we finished watching everybody went to bed i believe it was at around 12 or 1 i wake my boa up and i was like listen i want to go home i'm scared <laughs> <laughs> oh god like i cannot do this i just want to go home to my parents no god. i don't want to die today like this and she was like no i'm not calling your parents at 1 o'clock shut up and sleep you can go in the mm-hmm. morning mm-hmm. i was awake the entire night i'm telling you that i was awake mm-hmm. the entire night all right let's move on yeah. ali told us it would take a bit of maneuvering but there was a panel that could be removed and we could crawl underneath the school and see the gravestone We were all in shape, so we began our adventure. To our disappointment, the panel had been screwed shut, and it began to rain. My brother and I decided to go home. Ali, however, insisted that there had to be another way in. I tried to tell her that her parents would probably be worried, and that it would be best for her to go home too. But she was determined. to find a way in my pronunciation just sucked over there because i was looking at my phone i'm sorry my brother and i went into my grandparents house and changed into some dry clothes i noticed i could still see ali drenched in the rain trying to find a way underneath the school from the living room window eventually she did i watched her crawl in but never saw her crawl out it um, it had to have been uh, 45 minutes that night i had trouble sleeping i told myself that she had to have come out a different way or maybe she came out when i wasn't looking found a way out my grandparents took us to the carnival and to the local ice cream shop it was 6 o'clock in the evening when we got home and my grandma began cooking supper while my grandpa took a nap my brother and i were kids though and still had a lot of energy left So we went across the street to play some more and our grandma told us she would call us when the supper was ready. Yoo-hoo! Stuffy food is ready. I told my little brother that I had seen Ali go underneath the school and asked him if he was up for an adventure. 
He agreed and I went to the panel and I saw and I saw Addy loosen. What do you mean by loosen? Loosen the screws. Okay. I and my brother crawled underneath the school and my the remaining light flooded into the basement along with us, providing us with just enough light to see things directly in front of us. The ground was cold, wet and dirty and there were many pipes and old basketballs to crawl around. I immediately spotted 8 to 10 headstones. I, I just can't understand how an 11-year-old is not scared of all this, but okay. The first one was directly to the right of my brother and I, but the name was too faded to read. I was feeling kind of creeped out that Addie had been right and we were crawling over a bunch of dead bodies. I probably would have left, but my brother didn't seem afraid at all. So I crawled to the next stone. This one read Andrew Cummings and had a birth date of 19, oh sorry, 1890s and the death date of 1902. There was one to the left of it that read Alison Cummings and had a birth date of 1893. And oh, death it's date. Alison Ali. Yes, the death date was also 1902. This freaked me out even more and made me think of Ali, who had the same name and looked the exact same age as the dead girl several feet below me. My brother suddenly shouted, look, something in the corner just move. Before I could tell him that we should leave immediately, he shoved me out of the wave and began crawling incredibly fast to the corner. I could clearly see a couple of large figures moving, but couldn't make out much else. They're probably just dogs. Let's go, I told him. But as he crawled, I crawled right behind him, getting closer and closer to the larger figures that began to look more and more like silhouettes of three people sitting against a wall, all with their knees to their chest. When they came into clear view, my brother turned around and crawled underneath me. I held him close to my chest. We were both terrified. The first girl was clearly Ali, except she didn't look as lively as she had looked yesterday. She wasn't smiling and her hair was stringy. Next to her was a boy who looked close in age to me and had no hair at all. He wasn't smiling either. Then there was a girl who looked more normal than Ali or the boy. Her skin was dark and her hair was so long it bunched up at the ground. She looked like she was about 16, but her facial expression was the scariest. It was one of absolute despair. The scariest part of her, about all of them was their eyes. I could see my brother's eyes glowing, but none of their eyes glowed. It, it didn't even look like they had eyes, just bits of darkness. Addie smiled and said, thank God you guys came. The other two laughed. The other two laughed. Yeah, well, we're going to be leaving now. I said, trying my hardest to sound casual and not scared. All three laughed and the other girl spoke up. No, you're not. Her voice had a confidence that mine didn't. I pushed my brother in the direction we came in and he began quickly crawling away. I heard my grandma calling out to us and called out to her to help us. All three of them suddenly stopped laughing. Ali suddenly looked scared and she said, leave right now and never tell a soul you saw us. You got lucky. We didn't have to be told twice and quickly crawled out. At dinner that night, my brother and I chalked up 
our silence to it having been a long day and us being tired. We never played at that playground across the street again and rarely talked about the incident. Five months after we left, my grandparents were murdered in their own home. My neighbor had said that she had seen my grandma let three children into their home the oh. day of murder. A bald boy, a blonde girl and a dark haired girl. Cops were never able to find any leads and the case was eventually closed. Neither my brother nor I planned to visit Oklahoma ever again. But I know it doesn't matter. I'm certain that one day they'll show up on my steps too. I know I'll tell them to go away and I can only hope that will be enough. I think I think grandparents have this soft corner for kids that they see any child in trouble. They're like, oh yeah, come in, you can wait. We'll give you something to eat, maybe hot cocoa. Yeah. That's kind of sweet, like. I mean, there is still hope in this humanity and like mm-hmm. not every other child is a black-eyed child. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. But then still, I I don't want to say this, but grandparents can be a little gullible when it comes to all this. Mm-hmm. And they end up getting murdered. Moving on. <laughs> okay, um, Bhavna, too dark. Yeah, okay. too dark. So, so I... what we did... Uh-huh, go ahead, you said. Okay, so I have like this one story that I have kind of grown up with. And like, you know, like, the, here's the interesting part. Like, Bhavna is kind of involved in this story, but she has no idea. And I haven't told her up till now. So, like, I was saving it for this episode. I'm so intrigued. I'm involved in a ghost story and I don't know. I'm intrigued. I mean, not exactly. Okay, let me begin for you to find out. So, this is legit the one that, you know, I have grown up with and it's, like, happened to, you know, like, with my mom and Bhavna's dad, kind of. Mm -hmm. So, basically, my mom had, had like, a best friend at school. And this was also the time uh, when Bhavna's dad and my mom lived in the same house. So, anyways, let me, like, first draw the, draw, like, an image so that it makes more sense, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, point A is the school my mom and her friend would go to. Point B will be the friend's house. And point C will be my mom's house. Okay. So, now we have that clear. So, while returning from school, uh, my mom and her friend one day heard a lot of chaos that was coming from her friend's house. So, when they went and checked, they found out that her friend, um, okay, I'm going to just call her friend Mary. So, okay. Mary's aunt was lying in the living room, like living room's floor. So, mm-hmm. they assumed she probably fainted or, you know, something medical or something like that happened to her. So, they were trying to wake her up. But what happened was she opened her eyes wide fucking open. Like, can you imagine? You walk into a room, a person lying down, you try to wake them up thinking they're faint. Like, they fainted, and they opened their eyes wide open to look at you right in the eye. It's like, you know, one of those murder movies, you know, you've killed the person, but then I don't know why you go and shake the person and he opens the eyes. It's Mm -hmm. crazy. This one's more of a horror story, so. (laughs) Of course, we didn't kill anybody. Nobody did. Yeah. Uh, So, you know, she opens her eyes wide fucking open, and then eventually she starts speaking. 
but mm-hmm. when she's speaking you can hear dual tones coming out of her mouth and what do i mean by dual tone is that mm-hmm. one was her was the voice of her own you know like her normal voice and the other one was a heavier male's voice so like the, oh wow everyone started shitting their pants because so they thought ki theek hai something medicinal or something so get they got her checked by a doctor but mm-hmm. he couldn't put a finger on it So what do what is the next best things that Indians do and they, when they look for paranormal experts in India they call tantrics oh my god and you know like all the black magic stuff like people who do all of that so they told her that there is a spirit that entered her body like the tantric told them that there is a spirit that entered her body mm-hmm So when he did all the black magic stuff, you know, like throwing holy water and all of that, so they found wait, out. Wait, wait, wait. Indians, especially Hindus, are not so high and mighty. So that holy water is probably Ganga Jal, just to put it out there. Ah, but like, yeah. So, so you know, like when they did that, so they found out that the spirit that was inside her body is someone who had committed suicide. Because the girl he loved was married to someone else, mm-hmm. and here's the coincidence. Here is when this gets creepy. So, coincidentally, when all of this ha- was happening, they were looking for a groom for Mary's aunt. That, like, you know, that marriage had been fixed up like two to three days prior to this incident. Oh, she was so, getting married. Yeah, she was getting married. So suddenly Ooh. and sadly. Mary's aunt she died when you know they were performing the exorcism. Mm-hmm. So okay advisory if you want to pee this is the time please go please go pee because this one won't let you pee after. So Mary's aunt would be seen many times by a lot of people especially early morning sitting on the swing in her courtyard in a wedding dress. and she was spotted by a lot of people even my mom saw her like she was wedding ready wedding ready like you know her the indian red attire like yeah the indian red attire that we have the lehenga and the choli and all of that she was sitting mm-hmm. like that on a courtyard in a swing that one scares so, the shit out of me so is she like still yeah. there yeah i go up and check up on her every month so i clearly <laughs> know sarcasm How would I know, bitch? I am not witnesses, and like my mom would be really young, like in her fifteen or something. So let's let's do this for the sake of our podcast and for the sake of our two followers who will probably grow. Next, when you're here, next when you come visit me, let's yeah. just go check out that place and see if we can still see the aunt. Mm-hmm. Given the pandemic, since that's gonna happen after a while, I'm in. Whenever, whenever we can like yeah. give them a follow-up episode, like, oh yes, we saw the lady in the wedding attire. Wait, hey, no, I'm supposed to make the ghost wala noise. What did you do again? I did it for you, <laughs> guys. This is this is what happens when you watch koi hai. Yeah, that. When you have the opportunity to go and sleep with your eyes shut and forget every noise that you're hearing, you want to go to the living room. <laughs> okay. 
So what we did was we asked people on our personal Instagram and also Sara Maya's Instagram to send their experiences with ghosts. Anything that they have faced or they know someone who has faced it. And we got this one particular very interesting story in our DMs. So I'm just going to tell you all what it is. Yes, it's about this girl who was studying in a very famous school in Delhi. I won't say the name. So um, so the school also had a hostel on the grounds. During the summer break, kids would obviously go home to their parents. So this girl decided to do the same. She wasn't staying in a, a completely different city, but she was quite far from the house. So commute wasn't that easy. So she's all packed up. She wants to go home during her summer break. She gets all her luggage outside. And now she's waiting for a rick. She's trying to catch a rickshaw. So a rickshaw is also known as tuk-tuk. So yeah. So she's outside with her luggage trying to like catch an auto. And she does. She, no, wait. Before she catches an auto, she meets with an accident. She meets with an accident and she dies on the spot. So the thing with Hindus is we don't bury people. We like to cremate them. Not like to, but then it's just a ritual. Like to. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we like to cremate people. <laughs> so we cremate people. But in this particular case, the girl was buried. So it clashes with our rituals and it wasn't done properly. So for a very long time, auto drivers would see a girl outside the school who would stop them, get inside the auto and would ask them to drop her home. She would pay them and she would go inside but never come back. A lot of people have seen her drop, go inside the house but never come out. So slowly and steadily, the entire story like spread around. All the rickshaw people started talking. They were like, oh, this particular girl died over here but we can still see her. We like drop her home. So they were curious and kind of scared, like, what the hell is going on? So they went to her parents. They told them exactly what was going on. And they were like, we have no idea. We've been living here for years. Nobody's come inside, especially not a dead girl. So again, the auto drivers, all of them decide to go to a tantric. How typical Indians. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, okay, we'll have to cremate her. Because uh, the rituals weren't carried out properly. We'll have to do it properly so that she can rest in peace. So one day, one of the auto drivers saw the girl again, gave her a lift. But instead of dropping her home, he stopped like a block away from her house. They wanted her parents to see the girl. But before the parents could see the girl, she vanished like poof into the thin air, gone. They all freaked out. So they dug her up, they got her body out and decided to cremate her with the rituals, with the prayers, everything. And since then, she hasn't been seen. So we're hoping she rested in peace. And yeah, so I would never put my children in the school. I don't think you should do. Bhavna, just homeschool your children at this point. <laughs> yeah, but that's not allowed. I mean, if the pandemic is on and on and on, then why not? Can we please hope the pandemic is not on and on and on and on? So anyways, to end the episode, I just want to say a little prayer. Okay. Now that we've narrated so many stories, we've made a few mm -hmm. jokes here and there, we've mm -hmm. shared people's experiences, I hope nobody haunts us. We've had a very peaceful life. I've been living very peacefully in my home and so are you. 
so please don't don't come knocking don't come from my windows don't break anything don't do anything we're very happy don't scare and... my sisters cats i will kill you i will fight i'm the godmother <laughs> yeah. Wait, how will i kill a ghost though so smart how would you exactly <laughs> you know tie a nimbu and then just go around <laughs> maybe do that yeah, but yes yeah. the point is please do not follow us we want to live peacefully forever and ever so don't come behind us that's all not exactly but okay <laughs> so yeah we've come to the end this time i don't <laughs> think the background noise is going to work against us like imagine you <laughs> hearing and they suddenly you know hear some crackling noise and then they're like <laughs> ट Do I believe in ghosts in general? I think I do. Mm-hmm. I'd like to believe that there are spirits around me, good and bad, whatever their decision. Yeah. But yes, I do believe in such paranormal creatures and activities. I said the prayer. Or else, why would I say that? So I think this is it. Mm-hmm. I hope it's spooky. If any noise in the background, like. forgive us because we don't live together or even close to each other so we're doing this on Skype like literally recording a conversation so bear with us even if it's not as spooky or up to your expectations bear with us we'll get better it's just our first episode we will yeah. for sure work on things and get better and if you stuck around for the entirety of the episode you know you're my mvp <laughs> good Yes. Like once we're like rich enough, we'll do a giveaway for you. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> sure. yeah. So thank you for listening. Like I said, bear with any glitches, sound glitches, or anything. Pronunciations, bad grammar. Mm-hmm. It wasn't intentional. So yeah, let's end it over here. And let's just do the drill. All of us. Oh no! Wait. We forgot to wish them. Oh, happy Pride Month, guys! Yeah. Happy Pride Month! We will make it up to you guys by having an episode on Pride Month, for Coming sure. Up. And we will have a very special guest, our first guest. Yay! Yay! Milestones. So mm-hmm. we are finally live on Instagram. Oh, we would even be live with our first episode because you know time travel. So mm-hmm. uh, we're finally actually live. In on Instagram, our handle is Sora Mia, which is S O R A A underscore M E A. So go follow mm-hmm. us there. Go follow us on Twitter. Don't forget to comment, share, like, subscribe, everything. Yeah, and y'all can catch our podcast on Spotify, Spotify. Apple Podcast, and YouTube. And I don't know, just show us some love. Like even ten percent of how much we love this podcast will be fine. Yes, we'll improve. Like I said, we we're yeah. putting it, we're putting in our efforts and everything, so we'll get better. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.